Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi, not their real names, come from humble family backgrounds. They met during their last year in university and got married as soon as they were done with school. A year after getting married, Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi relocated to Canada and made some new friends at work and church and began to hang out with them from time to time. But a couple of years into their stay in Canada, the couple had started drifting apart. Like strangers living in the same house, they were emotionally disconnected from each other and dissatisfied with their marriage relationship. What went wrong? Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build a happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hi friend, welcome to another episode on the show. Today we'll be talking about an important topic, how our other relationships affect the state of our marriages. Do you know that what we listen to or see can affect our thoughts or what we think about, whether consciously or subconsciously. Sometimes this forms a part of our belief system, regardless of if they are true or not. Yes, after observing marriages and individuals, we decided to create this episode because of how important this topic is in relation to our marriages. In reality, our other relationships, you know, whether offline, online, in person, do not only influence our marriages, but our lives in general. Personally, I have had some good relationships, actually great relationships that have strengthened my marriage relationship. Um, late Dr. Miles Monroe and late Pastor Bimbo Dukoya are, are people I love to mention. Although I did not meet them in person, my thinking and view about marriage was influenced greatly by them through their books, tapes, and their um, videos. Another one in particular is my family relationship. You know, um, growing up, I watched my parents as they did marriage. They did not always get it right, but they did what they could with the knowledge and experience they had at the time. They laid the foundation for the kind of marriage I wanted to have, one I could learn from and also one I could improve upon. When we're encouraged to build good relationships with others and, and grow, you know, one particular quote by Jim Ron comes to mind. And I quote, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, end of quote. This means you're listening to their conversations, getting to know what they believe, and so on. So, how does this play out in marriage? Relationship as a topic is a broad one, and we can talk about it for a very long time. But for today's episode, our focus would be on the friendships that we keep. 
How significantly can the friendships we keep influence our marriages? Is there a possibility that relationships like friendships could affect the state of our marriages more than we may realize? Well, let's find out. Let's start with a story. Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi, not their real names, come from a humble family um, background. They, they met during their last year in university and got married as soon as they were done with school. A year after getting married, Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi relocated to Canada and made some friends, you know, made some new friends at work and church and began to hang out with them from time to time. When Mrs. Bauchi meets with her friends who are her colleagues at work, most of the time their conversations are centered around material things. For example, the expensive gifts their husbands lavish on them, the vacations they went um, to, and you know, blah, blah, blah. As Mrs. Bauchi continued to hang out with them, subconsciously, she began to feel dissatisfied in her marriage relationship. She started wishing her husband could also buy her expensive gifts like the husbands of her friends. You know, unknown to her, this was affecting her relationship with her husband as she began to think less of her husband and think she's missing out of the phone and is stuck because she doesn't have what her friends have. Anytime she gets bored, she goes to visit her friends the more she continued to hang out with her friends, the worse things became. became. The more disconnected with her husband she became, and she began to resent him the more, and anything he does felt substandard to her. At that time in their marriage, Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi were still managing financially as they just relocated to Canada, but Mrs. Bauchi kept thinking about her discussions with her new friends and began to silently place unrealistic expectations on her spouse. Hmm. What about Mr. Bauchi? For Mr. Bauchi, on the other hand, he hung out with men from his church or their church. As he continued to hang out with them, he began to realize that they believe the place of their wives should be in the kitchen and look after the children while the men go to work and bring in money. Their reason for this line of thought was to ensure that their wives always respect them because they bring in more money. At first, Mr. Bauchi did not agree with what they were saying, but they added, you just wait for some months to observe your wife's behavior. We've been married longer than you. Just wait and see. Then, gradually what happened? As Mrs. Bauchi continued hanging out with her friends, her countenance began to change. The way she, she treated Mr. Bauchi or, you know, and talks to him or talked to him changed without much effort, which led Mr. Bauchi to believe what his friends had said, that allowing Mrs. Bauchi to walk just as he does is making her disrespect him. A couple of years into their stay in Canada, the couple had started drifting apart, you know, like strangers living in the same house, they were emotionally disconnected from each other and dissatisfied with their marriage relationship. A negative cycle can be seen forming in their marriage. So, what went wrong? <sighs> we can see that Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi were both influenced by their current relationships. The friendships they kept, and if they had not paid attention to what was happening in their home, they could have continued to drift further apart leading to more dissatisfaction in their marriage. 
But there are a few things they did to turn the situation around, bringing about the building of a strong and happy marriage they desired. What did they do? First, they checked the source of the information they received. Are they credible? Are they people they respect? Are they persons or people who they want to emulate? Secondly, they began to check if what was said aligned with God's word. Now, this is not limited to relationship with friends and acquaintances. Even if it's coming from people who are credible or people, you know, they respected, you know, like parents or church, you know, church leaders. And, and the same applies um, to us too. Thirdly, they checked if the information received applied to their marriage at that season or time. Even if it's based on God's word, does it apply to your present situation? And lastly, they put boundaries in place for their relationships. Some boundaries were placed temporarily and some permanently. Some friendships can be toxic and harmful. Such friendships need to come to an end, temporarily or permanently. We need to pray for such friends. You know, um, I don't mean fire and brimstone prayers. A simple prayer of, you know, God blessing them will suffice because as believers, we cannot hold resentment or bitterness against others. And yes, I must also add that they found people who shared their values and checked the above points. Going forward, they began to make friends intentionally. Even if they met someone at church, they checked if they shared similar values. It's important to know your values. Very important. Be clear about what you believe and your priorities, and you can know if investing in a relationship would be considered meaningful and worth your time and commitment. We most likely know the popular scripture that says, um, do not be misled, bad company corrupts good character. That's in 1 Corinthians 15.33. I also remember my mom quoting <laughs> over time, show me your friends and I know who you are. And also, birds of the same feathers flock together. In this case, <laughs> don't be the same mama born them. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bauchi's story talks about how certain relationships can bring about a negative influence on marriage. Does this mean that when you get married, you should not build other relationships? Not at all. Not at all. After all, in the same way, certain relationships can strengthen your marriage. Relationships or friendships that could also bring about a positive influence on our marriages and life in general. Believe it or not, as you listen to us, you are connecting with us and a relationship is being built even though it is through an online platform. Like Dr. Miles Moreau and Pastor Bimbo Dukoya, which we never met. Some of you have not met us, but you're getting to know us better, our values, our beliefs, and our stand, you know, bringing about a positive influence in your marriage, in your home, through our podcast. We can all choose to invest in meaningful relationships, relationships that bring about the best in us, relationships that inspire and motivate us to grow, relationships that encourage us to be better versions of ourselves, and consequently, those that can encourage us to be better spouses, better parents, better members of the society, and to contribute to humanity. Yeah. As we round up, here's a reflection exercise for you. 
Reflect on your relationships. Do you see any room for improvement in regards to investing in meaningful relationships? Who do you listen to and take advice from? Do what they say align with God's word? Also, I'll implore you to ask yourself these questions. What have I heard and what do I believe? Are my actions in marriage a reflection of my thoughts and beliefs? Are they taking me closer to the kind of marriage I truly desire or moving me farther away from it? So, that's it for now. We have reached the end of this episode and we just want to thank you for taking our time to listen to this podcast. We appreciate you for joining us today. Till next week, God bless you and yours. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend, if this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom. <laughs>